Mr. Black. G'day everyone, this is episode 5 of AT3 and we are your Aussie Top 3. My name is Greg, your Captain Boomerang, and as always, I'm joined by my fellow Aussies, little Sherby Stacey Herbert and the stinger Steve Ray. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Thanks. And uh, we also have a guest joining us for this episode. We could probably call him an honorary Aussie at this <laughs> point. Uh, it's A-bomb Adam Hess. Hello, sir. Howdy, bitches. <laughs> Steel cage royalty right there. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to be as Australian as possible. They say howdy here, right? Yep, yep, yep. Questionable. (laughs) Bob Catter probably almost does. There we go. I mean, it's basically like I'm in Queensland. Yeah. (laughs) Throw some shrimp on the barbie. (laughs) Yeah, see, there we go. All that shit. The, 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 the Aussie top three of sayings nobody says. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so oh. I guess the honeymoon is over because this show is going to take a turn uh, because we're about to name our top three wrestlers who we think are overrated. So yeah, Can pre- say first prepare off, yourselves. <laughs> I can't believe we've got to five episodes, so we're probably going to be off the air after this. But yep. It's been a great ride. Yeah. <laughs> the big O five, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess as a little disclaimer, I suppose this doesn't necessarily mean that we think these wrestlers like aren't any good at all or a complete shit. But just the praise and esteem that they've received by most, I guess, doesn't really sit well with our personal opinions. So yeah, it's going to be fun, I think. Oh look, you may say that, but I think all of my top three are shit. Why? <laughs> 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 I've only got one in particular where I can be like, yeah, fuck him. Like, yeah. Yeah. And even then, not, not, probably not too badly. So, yeah, one, yeah. one of mine's a fucking, it, yeah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> waiting even, for a story. Can't, like, dis- can't even describe it. <laughs> it's just, I'm just waiting for the big internal arguments. But anyway, um, we normally go ladies first, Stacey, but, I mean, I'll give well, you the option this time. Since... Yeah, I think go for it. Go <laughs> since for you... it. <laughs> I was going to say, because if you don't want to be the first one to charge through the door, like, I, I, I will make Steve do it. Oh, look, I'll just say Keith Lee's overrated straight off the bat. Um, not happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be okay, mate. I, I don't know if I can get over it. You'll be okay. Yeah. Yes. He'll be message in our group chat today i've just been like oh no what's going on i was like oh steve watched nxt that's all right adam cole will be back up there holding that raw title up one day yeah that's it either that or he'll be over with a w he can wrestle kenny omega with probably a few people on the list tonight i think anyway uh (laughs) all right so uh yeah stakes like i said i'll give you the option you don't have to go first if you don't want to um okay yeah i'll go first all right all right now i would just like to say first of all that i i usually write some notes and dot points that i would like to touch on on each show and i did put a few but i'm mostly speaking from the heart because (laughs) i just want to let it all out you know 
Um, so <laughs> the easiest way to maintain the rage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my first pick for top three overrated, and this was as soon as Greg pitched this show to us, this was the first person I thought of, and that is The Miz. Oh, oh this show is over. <laughs> Stop recording. <laughs> Take two. Pick someone else. So, <laughs> yeah, you as, as Greg said at the start of the show, I don't think Miz is a terrible wrestler. I don't even think that he's a terrible character. You know, it doesn't mean I don't respect the 15 years or something that he's put into the company, but. He, in my opinion, is just so goddamn overrated. Like, the internet, like, he is an internet darling. Like, I don't know when the internet started loving The Miz, but it it happened. And every time I talk shit on him, like, it really upsets people. And Because you're wrong. I'm not. (laughs) Okay, so I'm fine with... The Miz should know his place. He is not a main event caliber wrestler. He was in one WrestleMania main event. I know he got concussed, but that was the worst main event I've seen in my life. Did he win it, though? He did, in, like, the worst finish ever. Like <laughs> Stacey's actually um, Miz girl from all those years ago. <laughs> yeah, that is totally me. Worst WrestleMania main event I've seen in my life. And... Look, he's like he's pretty good on the microphone when you know he gets invested in what he, story he's trying to tell. But as far as in ring goes, he just spoils the shit out of me. Like I have no interest in watching his matches. Like he's okay in a tag team. Like the stuff with Morrison that he's been doing has been pretty good. But I just have no interest in him, and I don't know why everyone loves him because. He, he's not a main event guy, and it's not that he has to be, but he just doesn't cut it. I'm sorry. That's fair. That's yeah. fair when you say about, like, the actual matches. Because, like, yeah, that's probably, like, of all the things I like about Miz, it's not his matches. It's yeah. just his character, I guess. So, Can yeah. anyone tell me, like, a, a really exciting Miz match? Because I can't think of one. <laughs> And also, one more thing, um, I'm sorry, but it's like his character was written by a 13-year-old boy. He's like, oh, this is cool. Uh, I'll have, like, awesome in my Titan Tron and theme music. Oh, this is totally cool. Hey, I, I, take, I take total offense to that. I would definitely come to the ring with giant fucking letters saying awesome and run through... And, and then I'm going to come out with my French-Canadian hot blonde wife. Well, no and shit. Then... Yeah. 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 Why, why do we hate Miz again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one reason to hate him for sure. <laughs> Just anyway. the, like, the, the feud with Cena and that, I think that's probably – that's where – like because I liked Miz – around that time when like just before he won the title and that because he was just talking shit and he was just like this goofy idiot and i'm like yeah he he he, like he he went for it you know but then it sort of died off a bit like he's awful as a face when he's baby face yeah for sure yeah he can't be a face like it's fuck that um but yeah then when they did the the um 
Cena and Nikki thing. Like, oh, they're going to get married at WrestleMania. But then all those, like... Oh, that was um, terrible. Yeah. But the skits leading up to that, where it was John Cena, like, The Miz was pretending to be John Cena and Maurice Listen, are you pretending. saying you didn't love early early Miz when he was coming out with a microphone like he was hosting some terrible MTV show <laughs> and he had the dopey-ass look on his face? Come like, on, what's not to like? <laughs> Main event hat, written all over it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I can see where you're coming from, Stace, at least. Because like, there are parts where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler because he's not. You know, we've seen some legitimately shithouse wrestlers and he probably wouldn't have been able to stick around for 15 years if he was. But I just don't think he's, as I keep saying, I'm sorry, broken record, he's not a main event wrestler. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, you need good wrestlers in all divisions, but... I think putting him in a main event and making him like a WWE champion was a huge mistake. And I don't think they're going to do it again. No, I don't think they will. Yeah. I I think as well, like maybe one of the reasons why I sort of initially began to kind of like follow him and be like, yeah, actually I like this guy. He's cool. Like sometimes it's the guys they're going up against as well. So like, in that 2009, 2010, where it was just like Cena, Orton, Cena, Orton, and then Miz comes along is like feuds with with Cena and feuds with Orton and takes the title off Orton. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, yeah that that helped, I think, as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I think from where, where he started to where he's come, he's come a long way. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I, I personally, like, I, I don't, I don't mind the Miz myself, but I think you hit the nail on the head when you're talking about his in ring compared to outside the ring. Like on the mic, he, he's, he's really, really, he's, he's really awesome. But in the, in the ring, yeah, I, I don't think he's that good at all. Like he should just talk and be like the heat magnet for yeah. John Morrison yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and totally. Then, yeah. Like be the pussy that picks the fight, but then runs away, and and like yeah. Morrison has to fight, and then eventually, you know, like Morrison kick his ass or something like that. Yep. Now, yeah. what if he rebranded his finishing move to be called the Skull Fucking Finale? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the Paul Heyman version. Yeah. yeah. If they ever had ECW uh, again at its peak. <laughs> I've All been right, waiting well... to figure out how to slip that one in for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> slip it in. Yeah. I mean, he does have to be commended, though, like we said, just for. For doing, uh, for for a guy, like you said, from what was he on the real? Was it the real world or yeah, yeah. yeah. To to actually get to be WWE champion, that's yeah. that's pretty impressive. So. Yeah, and he's married to Maurice, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's probably his greatest also impressive. In all, in all honesty, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I definitely see how you could say he's overrated because yeah, when you mentioned his actual in ring work and uh, matches, like. I don't ever. I don't think I ever get excited for like a Miz match. It's yeah. just like, oh, Miz is, he talks shit well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Well, uh, Adam, we'll let you go next because you're our guest, of course. Um, so yeah, burn down were, some bridges. <laughs> I, I had a lot of honorable mentions, but I figured you know I should start off with uh, someone from when I was a kid. Now I don't think. 
people would necessarily disagree with this one in terms of overrated, but I'm still talking about overrated in terms of the character, not in terms of wrestling skill, because clearly he's not overrated, but I'm going to go with the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, oh, that, that, that was one of my picks. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I was a kid, I was a total Mr. Perfect fan. That was my guy growing up. And so I was just so pissed when the Ultimate Warrior got all this steam and he was seen as the guy. And I'm like, but Mr. Perfect's so much cooler. This guy just runs around and fucking grunts and has a heart attack in the ring every five seconds. <laughs> it just never did it for me. I never got it even as a kid. So even, yeah. even like just from a pure character point of view? Yeah, like, no, yeah. fuck it. Because when you're a kid, you're not like, he does great. He's got great in-ring skills. You're just yeah. sort of watching it, yeah. yeah. Have you heard the story about when he fought Andre? Um, he was being stiff with Andre in the ring, and Andre told him to, to slow down and calm down. He didn't do it, so Andre just knocked him on the head, basically. <laughs> he did what Andre said from then on. That sounds about right, yeah. Because <laughs> he'd be that guy that was like, no, I actually am the ultimate warrior. Like, I will destroy you. Exactly. Honestly, yeah. like, oh. He's the definition of buying his own bullshit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So even when he even when he came back uh, to, you know, at the end there, like whatever it was, three days before he died, like you, you still were like, no, fuck that guy. Or you're like, yeah. oh, it's actually cool to see him or not. Well, it's hard to say because it, like it was not, it was a nice moment to have him back, but I still didn't give a shit. Yeah, like, he never did it for me. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Steve? Why did you have him on your list? Just basically the same thing. I didn't think he could pull a pull off a good match, really, and it was just all hype. Yeah, that basically what Adam said. Just yeah. never, never, never did it for me. I mean, there's been a lot of wrestlers over the years that like have become massive stars. Um, but without actually being able to sort of do five-star technical clinics in the ring, you know, like they're not all Shawn yeah. Michaels. And like the biggest name of them all, <laughs> Hogan, is cool. is one of them, you know. But yeah. I guess you, you, Hogan did have, even in the 80s, Hogan did have that massive like crowd support and stuff like that, whereas Warriors did kind of, I guess, like they, they pushed him to the moon and he, and he took the title from Hogan and all that, but then, you know, he didn't, didn't sort of seem to maintain the, yeah. the support. And apparently yeah. he was an arsehole outside the ring too, so. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah, he, he's a piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> he's from the Phoenix area, and there's uh, lots of good stories about just people who kind of ran into him over the years and what a dick he was. And, again, he just he bought his own gimmick way too much. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. See, Ultimate Warrior was a little bit before my time. Like, oh, thanks. I, yeah, rub that. Yeah, we're showing our age now, Abel. Showing well, our age. <laughs> like, I didn't see that much of his work, but when I go back and see it now, like, everything that I have been exposed to, like, I don't really get it. But at the same time, like, things were different back in the 80s. You know, like, you could get over by just – having some cool face paint and just like shaking the shit out of the top rope. Yeah. Yeah. He was a total tour de force back then. And like, I, I had a lot of friends who just loved him and thought he was the coolest thing ever, but just, it never made sense to me. I was a Mr. Perfect guy. Yeah. Yeah. One of my, one of my best friends is like he, warrior is like his guy. Like it's his favorite wrestler ever. Like just, you know, he's the yeah. best thing ever. And you like, 
he's not that good. Yes, he is. He's fucking great. Like, he just won't hear it. He thinks he was the best thing ever. So. Did you uh, you see him when he came back in WCW, Adam? Yeah, I remember that. that. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I was completely discounting that. I was I figure if you're gonna go with overrated, that was definitely yeah. not overrated. Everyone agrees that was just a <laughs> <pile> shit. Of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ignore that for the sense of the overrated discussion. Yeah. I don't uh, well, I think we've got well, Miz, who like you said before, is uh I mean, probably. I would say there's probably more people that agree with Stacey than agree with Steve and I. But um, yeah. I think a lot of people will be on board with Warrior. Yeah. As um. As oh, don't, don't worry. I figured if uh, with what I'm doing with the other two, I might as well go with a character for the third one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll drop my first one. Do you want me to go? Do you want me to swing for the fences and annoy everyone, or do you want me to sort of go a bit of a safe oh. one and, and follow play? your heart? Yeah. Oh. All right. We'll save we'll save the one that that you guys will all hate till a bit later, because um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this show might be over otherwise. Um, <laughs> first, first up, I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. Oh. Because I'm tired of hearing about how Cody came from nothing and built himself up to be like top of the world in the in the you know world of wrestling and this kind of thing where it's like. He's not he's not bad, but he didn't come from nothing, and he didn't walk in the door purely out of hard work and talent and all this. Like he's the son of Dusty Rhodes, like one of the best ever. Of course, he was always going to get a chance. Yeah, yeah. And he's not that good. Like, yeah, he he always got the nickname Twink because yeah. one of my friends who doesn't watch wrestling when Co- he first saw Cody Rhodes come out in early 2000s he's like who the fuck is that twink <laughs> so the rest of my friends just called him twink and that's, that's where it came from that's great <laughs> but like he came out he's kind of like he's better than he was don't get me wrong but i don't know man like his his dr doom stuff i thought was his best work that's what i was gonna say i was yeah. gonna say when he started he was like just boring vanilla, like him and Ted DiBiase Jr. or whatever. It was like, how are oh, these two terrible. guys? Mm. How are these two guys like, what, like who's their mother? Because their genes are fucked. Like what's going on? <laughs> like you got these two like massive superstars and these are their kids and they're fucking boring as batshit. Like yeah. what the fuck? Like Randy Orton was the exciting one. Oh, that says in, in legacy. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. <laughs> no, his whole gimmick is Orton's like, I'm like a snake. I yeah. slither around the ring. Like that um, wrestling isn't wrestling video where they cut to the, the uh, girl that's meant to be Randy. She's yeah. like, I'm a fucking snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just think like it, when when they did that whole gimmick where he was like, oh, look, he's dashing Cody Rhodes and that led to like, the thing where he had to wear like this the face mask and shit, like Adam was saying, like the whole Doctor Doom thing, like he's not actually hit his sleep to form, he just thinks he is. Yeah. Um, that was like really good. I like that he's handing yeah. out paper bags to the crowd, like, you know, all that shit. Like that was cool. I thought, okay, this is going somewhere and 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 then all of a sudden it was like, oh no, he's back to normal now. I was like, okay. And then they did the whole stardust thing and it was like oh, okay. Like he 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 was good at what he did, considering what they were asking him to do. But 
the internet and, and, and all these fans think seem to think like, oh, he should be like a five-time WWE champion by now and all this kind of thing. And it's like, over who? Like, yeah. who, you know, unless it was like The Miz and you took it like as a heel through Money in the Bank or something like that, that's fine. Because like they don't, like to me, that's that's wrestling. Like, oh, how could that person beat that person? Because it's wrestling and he cheated. And, you know, it's, that's the story. Like, it's yeah. not a legit yeah, I really thought that only that and his feud with Sandow, that was like the last time I found him interesting. Yeah. Like, I, I get all the Japan stuff. Like, I get what he's doing for himself, but I just haven't been invested. And yeah. just the whole thing now with AEW, it's like, well, and, and like every chance he gets, he's like, we don't want to be WWE. We don't care about Triple H and all this yet. Like, you know, he wants to be Triple H because it's yeah. like, I'm going to, he takes every little chance he can get to, you know, oh look, oh look, I've got a sledgehammer like Triple H. I'm gonna break a throne. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, wow, that's, that's some right. serious shade, dude. Like, I'm sure Triple H gives zero fucks. You yeah. Know? And and like, I'm not here to defend Triple H. Like, I'm just saying, like, fuck, man. Like, you wish you were Triple H, Cody Rhodes. Like, I just think, like, yeah. And then, what's his like? What's his gimmick? Like, he, he dyed his hair, so he's got the blonde hair like his old man. He's the American Nightmare Man. Yeah, but, like, he tried <laughs> to sort of... He does the Ric Flair thing a bit where it's like, oh, he gets beat up the whole match and then, like, sneaks out a victory at the very end. Cuts himself, uh, blades, and then gets a victory. Yeah, exactly. Like, the thing is, if he's the American Nightmare, shouldn't he be a bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> shouldn't we want to hate him? Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. It's like, so what's... Yeah. I don't know. Like, to be fair, I have seen, like, next to nothing of AEW, but just the shit you hear about Dust, like Dusty Rhodes, about Co- Cody Rhodes and this of like, oh, yeah, like, he's the best thing ever. I'm like, eh, is he? Yeah. I've, I've never really been invested in him, to tell you the truth. It's not like... I, I get, you know, you know, he's a son of Dusty, and, you know, you'd think he'd be able to... to to live up to that sort of name, but I, don't, I just don't think he has. No, and, and like I said, he's like a talented guy. It's not like he's, yeah. it's not the warrior in the ring, you know. Like he's, he's, he's good, I guess, at what he can do, but I just don't think they have ever found anything perfect for him beyond, like I said, um, that the uh, face mask, like, oh, I'm hideous here. You, you're hideous too. Wear this paper bag. Like, that was cool. That could have actually gone somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally agree. If he's the grandson of a plumber, then I think he's more <laughs> likely to be related to T.L. Hopper than Dusty Rhodes. He's the turd they pulled out of the drain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit See, I think the whole... I really enjoyed the dashing gimmick as well. I think most people generally did, but I kind of put the downfall of that on probably the writers and not him. I always was on the boat that I thought Cody did really well with what was given to him. Mm. I don't really necessarily see him like The Miz as a main event guy, but I think he has his place and I, I do enjoy him as a wrestler. But I can also say what you mean. He is, like, in ways, like, a bit cookie cutter. and The whole, like, move to AEW and, like, yeah, now he gets what he deserves because he's Cody Rhodes. Like, it reminded me when Jeff Jarrett went to WCW with Russo. And it was like, yeah, now see, now I can be the champion because Stone Don't Cold's not here. Don't you dare disparage like... the good goddamn name of J-E-F-F-J-A-F-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-J-A-F-
as good as the other guys that are world champion. Like, and just you went to WCW, and even there, it was like you're not even the best here. Like, yeah. it, I just I don't know. But you know, I think Jeff Jarrett was in in his career was all round better than Cody Rhodes has been. But that that whole thing of like, oh, now he gets what he deserves. He's been held back. It's ridiculous. It's like they, I think that's they talk a about him as if it was like stance, man. He didn't so you're reach... saying you think Jeff Jarrett is better than Cody Rhodes? Yeah, I think so. I would say that. Mm. Overall, in general, like I'm, I'm like, I would say Cody's probably better in the ring than Jarrett. But as a career, if you said you can have one or the other, I'd have Jarrett's. Cody's definitely done a better job of owning his own wrestling company, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well played. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Stacey, who's next on your list after The Miz? Okay. So, the next on my list is Jeff Hardy. Oh. <laughs> I nearly had Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, I'm actually really glad to hear that because with my other two picks, I really had to sit there and have a good think about it. And I don't know how Jeff Hardy pops in my head, but he just did. I think I was thinking about like some of the iconic tag team matches in the 90s um, and t- early 2000s. But um, my beef with Jeff Hardy is I'm aware that he had a different gimmick in TNA, but I didn't watch TNA, so I don't know. You but... didn't miss much. His no. gimmick was was being overly drugged and not being able to perform. <laughs> like having a really bad match with Sting or something. Oh, um, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. As far as his WWE career goes, he has had the same gimmick since the 90s. And somehow people still think it's cool to wear like fishnets on your arms like in 2020 and yeah I'm all for difference in opinion but I'm just like no like I just want to see you do something different you know fall off things really well well that's the thing I I never quite understood why people love Jeff Hardy and casual fans like they eat that shit up like they love him especially in the 90s it's like oh the girls think he's hot and the guys just like to see him jump off big like tall shit yeah and like it's great and I respect um all the times that he's put his body on the line I respect the Hardy boys I think they're fantastic um it's not that I don't respect him it's just at some point you've got to offer something more than just massive career-threatening spots you know, and that's all it is to me. And I actually have always enjoyed Matt more because he's always yep. he's found different ways to reinvent himself, you know, yeah, with like V one and Broken yep. Matt Hardy. And mm-hmm. Jeff has just ridden out the same gimmick like his whole WWE career. And yep. it just I know it still it works for some people because he pushes merchandise, fans love him. But I just don't really get it anymore. And doesn't really excite me. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Hardy is responsible for a lot of classic steel cage mockery, so we're on board with that. <laughs> my uh, my friend used to do the dumb fucking Jeff Hardy entrance where you know he humps the air over and over again <laughs> with his hands up, and uh... they were selling when when he first left WWE. 
they were selling a, a customized jersey on WWE.com for 20 bucks. And I got air humps written on the back <laughs> and gave it to, to Brian. And yeah, it's, oh, it's good stuff. Well, wow. That's how we feel about him. He's just a fucking joke. Like yeah. he has no charisma. He yeah. he's good in he's good in the ring. He's good in a tag team, but like totally overrated. Yeah, I agree. Again, a, another case of like he was WWE champion. Like what the hell? Like how did that happen? Like it just it felt like it was more a case of um, as like here is like you've given so much of your career to us. Here is your reward, even yeah. though you didn't yeah. really deserve it like uh, yeah might have been also to keep him from going to tna at that stage too yeah yeah now you've made a compelling statement there stacy i'm I'm, i was like i've never looked at it that way to tell you the truth i've always liked jeff hardy but when you when you listen to that you go i'm thinking yeah you're not wrong yeah it just it doesn't do it for me anymore. Like, you know, I'm sick of seeing him jump off massive ladders and shit. Like, you don't have to keep killing yourself over this. Like, look, a, a similar case is like Mick Foley. You know, he made a career out of killing himself like every week, but he also had three really compelling characters, you know, and mm. that's what made him interesting and yep. endearing. And that's what Jeff Hardy's missing. Like he just he's not very charismatic. He's certainly likable. Totally. And but... and they and, and it was in his fucking nickname, the charismatic enigma. enigma. He has no fucking <laughs> charisma. None. Should he hey, Adam, should he bring Willow back? Oh. Yeah. Oh fuck, I forgot about Willow. With, with the umbrella. Jesus, or... I forget about Willow. Oh man. Is that another TNA thing? Oh, it really, yeah, it's, it's yeah. some gimmick he yep. did when he was with his brother's yeah. federation back yeah, in the early 2000s, and it was the dumbest shit in the world, <laughs> and awful. he had a really bad voice. He's yep. like, oh, it's Willow, <laughs> <laughs> And they sold a they sold an umbrella that was black yep. and white yep. on TNA shop. With to be Willow's umbrella, it was so dumb. It's actually anyone listening to this, I take it back. Jeff Hardy is not at all overrated because Willow was the coolest shit. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, fuck I'm you, pretty... Greg. You just don't understand art. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's like I want to see the tag team of Stardust and Willow. Let's get that. Oh, no. Let's get that I, happening. I wonder how many umbrellas they actually sold. So <laughs> they're probably yeah. giving them away in the parking lot after the show. <laughs> Dave Meltzer's got all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Adam. Number two. What do you got? Um, well, so I guess we're talking overrated in terms of wrestling, right? Not what they've done outside the ring. No, anything you like. Anything. Okay, because this guy's not overrated in terms of a body count. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm going Chris Benoit. Fuck him. I could <laughs> no, not stand... No, stop. Stop the show. <laughs> could not stand Chris Benoit's arrest. Oh, fuck uh... him. He had no no personality whatsoever. Oh, he had toothless aggression, Adam. Ah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if you want someone who's a good wrestler... 
Go with Eddie Guerrero. He had personality. Chris Benoit hey. was worthless. <laughs> Having no teeth is not a personality trait. Ask the Collingwood Chiefs. Collingwood football club. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a deep cut for Australian listeners. <laughs> that's right. Well, it's, this is the Aussie show. We don't. Uh, that's yeah, right. We don't. We didn't change things. Man, <laughs> yeah. someone how, tell me why Benoit doesn't suck as a wrestler. Come on, Steve. Go ahead. In how is technical wrestling? He was awesome. He was one of the best wrestlers to come out of, like, pure wrestlers to come out of WCW. So? Why should I care? I'm not saying you care. (laughs) Come on, Steve. Give me something. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. No, I just loved watching him, watching his matches. He he couldn't do anything outside of the ring. He needed a mouthpiece, definitely. He did quite a bit outside of the ring. (laughs) He did did a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just hanging around. Um, But... um, (laughs) Jesus. No, I just, I, <laughs> that's what his son said. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh Sorry, cut that. Oh, Jesus. We're really like, oh, we're going 35. out with a bang. Time code. <laughs> There's oh, the thing, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Adam because. And it's not because of, oh, he's a murderer and all that. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I mean, it's awful what happened, but that's not, I didn't like him before that. Um, it's just, he's excellent in the ring. Like, if you want to just watch a match, yeah, go for it. But yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, I think we've established pretty, pretty well, like, in any, any of these podcasts where we talk about wrestling, like, I don't, I don't like the in ring is good, but it, it helps. But I I really don't care unless there's a story or a character. You really have to have both, which is why I picked the warrior for the first one and Benoit for this one because it, to me it's two opposite ends of the same spectrum. Yeah, it's yeah. like one one guy was all personality, no match. The other guy's all match, no personality. Mm. Well, they share their love of steroids, though. <laughs> <laughs> they also share that they're dead. Yes. <laughs> very true. Very true. Slow clap. Yep. Um, yeah. Look, I, I can um, appreciate that pick. I certainly enjoyed Benoit in the ring, but as far as like cutting a promo, investing in a storyline goes, like I can't really remember any of them aside from when he main evented WrestleMania 20? 20? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, you know, being, like, an amazing in-ring technician just doesn't cut it, you know. Like, I think most of us watch wrestling because we want to be invested in a story as well. And I've never felt particularly invested in any of Benoit's storylines. Beyond that that one where it was like, oh, he's finally going to win the title and the triple threat with Shawn Michaels and Triple H and all that, like, I can't really think of a great Chris Benoit storyline. And that's because the, they didn't. He didn't have a character to really carry him. I don't think. So. Yeah. Yeah. The the only storyline he had in WCW was the best uh, best Dove series with Booker T. Mm. <laughs> it's like but again, that was, all, it was nothing yeah. driven by character. Yeah, it's exactly. Just driven by the matches. And it was like, especially when they had him as like one of the horsemen. It was like, why have you got like he got Ric Flair? Okay, he's, even then he was like old as fuck. But like, he's Ric Flair. 
and he could still talk and he'd do the crazy bounce off the ropes and drop a knees on nothing, you know, all that kind of shit. And then it's like, and here's the rest of my horsemen, fucking Mongo. And then Benoit and Dean Malenko. It's like, Christ, like, where's the, where's the charisma in this group? Like it used to be Arn Anderson and, and, and all the, and all this. And it's like, fuck, now they got these guys. And like, yeah, Benoit and Malenko, great wrestlers, but like, yeah, it's like, why do I care about them when they go up against someone like Scott Hall or Bret Hart or someone like that? Like it's, Sort of Even Malenko both. had a sort of a character of having no character, but Benoit was just nothing. Yeah, like I, I sort of put D, I like, uh, I, Dean Malenko to me sort of rolled into that gimmick, a bit like how Lance Storm did as well, where it's like, oh, I'm the one guy that's boring. It's like, okay, but then, but then Benoit, they they kept trying to tell us that he was this great like character, and it's like, but he isn't. And, yeah. But, like like Adam said, it's Eddie Guerrero, and you know. And that sort of thing. So, yeah. Sorry, Steve. Fuck you guys. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> That's the text he sent to Chavo, I think. <laughs> this is old school Steve. Well Steel Cage now. <laughs> Steel Cage used to be just talking about dead wrestlers. So, yeah. All right. So. Who we got? Everyone's had two of the No, Steve. All right. Yep. Let's see if you can pick Adam's favorite wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going with Bobby fucking Lashley. Uh, good uh, call. Very yeah, good choice. Okay, you You're talking about having no character, having nothing. Absolutely. He's got nothing at all. They try oh, to push oh, him no, to Steve, the world. He, he has a very tiny head. He does. Yes, I mean they try and push him to the world in TNA, in WWE, give him everything, but he's just fucking. I don't want to watch him. I don't. I just don't understand why they think he's capable of a good match. His matches suck, and he's just he's just someone that that they they think the world of. But I just can't stand him. Yeah, he looks the part. I mean, go go do MMA if you want to. You can fight MMA. That's fine. That's completely. But you just got no personality. You got nothing. Um, yeah, just don't like him at all. I think he's overrated. Never Probably. understood it. It yeah. it's unbelievable. I actually thought about picking him. I subbed him out for Warrior last minute. So yeah. I'm glad that you uh, you paid that one because he's Thanks. fucking awful. Yeah, I was also I was thinking yeah. of Ahmed Johnson as well. But they sort of fit to the same category to me. They just. Yeah, both. but Ahmed only got a few chances, whereas Lashley's been around for fucking hours yeah, now. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I totally pay that. I just can't stand, uh, like, big wrestlers that have no personality and their whole selling point is they're big and, like, they can throw you around. And I always just thought he was, like, Brock Lesnar with no charisma. You know, it's like... Why do we need him when we have another guy that does what he does but better? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. even like, if you want like that big powerhouse black guy just to be like, look, we got, you know, this guy's huge. You can kill everyone. It's like, we got Big E for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. But different characters. But I mean, that's because. Lashley doesn't really have a character, I guess. Exactly, and Big E has shit tons of personality. You know, you can do both. You can be, like, a big guy, but also have personality, like, 
crack jokes basically if you want to, but yeah, I don't yeah. get it either. No. And Big E does things where like it's impressive for a guy his size to do that, and you think, shit, that's pretty good considering like he's that big. Whereas like the stuff that Lashley does, you kind of like, well, yeah, you should be able to do that. Like, well, sorry to bring up a sore spot, Steve, but look at Keith Lee. No, I don't want to. I'm not going to watch that match again. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally understand what you're saying. He he can go. Yeah. He's amazing to watch, yeah. Whereas Lashley's just puts you to sleep. Yeah, he just, like, you know that Vince, like, froths over him because he's so big and muscular, you know? I think he does more than froth over him, too, just quietly. Froth over him. Yeah, Keith Lee is way better than Bobby. Bobby oh, yeah. Lashley. It's not even yeah. so close. much better. No, exactly. Yeah, and I don't know if they're trying to, like, like you said, are they trying to build him up to be, like, the not the new Brock Lesnar, but that kind of character. But, yeah, he doesn't have, I guess it, he's better now that he's got, like, MVP to talk for him and stuff like that, but it's still not, like, yeah, again, it's like, well, if you're going to do that gimmick, you just use Heyman and Brock, and, yeah, yeah. it seems a bit like. We also have this guy that's kind of the same, but not as good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, like, even recently, like, the, the, the feud with Drew, it was like, eh, just, yeah, it, it, yeah. you know. So, yeah, no, I think we're all on board with that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, now I'll, I'll drop a bomb because you guys will hate this, so fuck it. Um, I'm going to go with Kofi Kingston. Hmm. <gasps> Overrated? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and here's why, right? You got the New Day, which are awesome. Like, they're great. I, I, I love the New Day, how they're together and, and all that. But then everyone's like, oh, like Kofi, like he's the star in the New Day. It's like, is he though? Because. Well, Big E's the star. Yeah. yeah Big E, yeah. But like, Big E is your powerhouse guy that can be that big burly wrestler guy but he's also got character as well and he's pretty decent in the ring then you got xavier woods who can be like he's like the mouthpiece so he's the best talker of the three really and he's i think he's the easiest to switch back and forth between babyface and heel to be honest Um, yeah because he he's a bit smaller and you know he 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 can be a good like shit talker and all that and then you got kofi who it's like well he can't really be a heel like he even when the New Day were heels, he didn't sort of, it wasn't like, he wasn't He's like, never been a heel, like a true never, heel, yeah. right? That's what I mean, yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, they were just kind of like, Big E and um, Woods, they acted like heels. And then like Kofi was just kind of like their friend. And it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so like, I, I, and all this like, oh, he's won every title and now he should win the WWE championship. I'm like, that whole storyline they did, that, that I would have used Big E for that. I know you don't have the history. Well, but... I, to be fair, I think Kofi did a good job in that role and him winning was the right call. And I think they also kind of fucked him a bit. Yeah. But see, that's the thing as well, the outrage. Oh, my God. Like, they jobbed him out to Brock Lesnar. It's like, yeah, they did. Like, because look at him. Like yeah, Brock Lesnar's I mean, four times his size, and they're both like meant to be. If this is meant to be like Kofi wasn't some like cheating heel that sort of got his comeuppance, it's like, and but they built like Brock was the heel, but they built Brock to be this destructive force, yeah. and it's like, well, 
yeah. If he now if he'd squashed Big E like that, I'd be with you and be like, okay, that's a bit dumb. Like you could, oh, I don't see how he would have. Like you could, you could beat. I could, you could have Brock beat Big E, but I don't think you'd have him squash him in like whatever it was, thirty seconds or something. Yeah, but. This, the outrage and, oh, my God, how could they do that to Kofi? It's like, well, because it's Brock. It's the, the point is to put Brock over, not to, you know. Yeah. So The whole the whole thing with him winning the title, it was, oh, you know, he's been there 11 years, rah, rah, just like Stacey mentioned with Jeff Hardy, you know. Oh, look, you've been mm. there such a long time. Here, mm-hmm. have a title. Yeah, and it was like, oh, and he's never won the big one. It's like, yeah, yeah. there's a reason for it because he didn't really have much of a character, really. Like, even in the New Day run. now, and the New Day is all character, or let's say 80% character, and then they manage to put on good matches as well. But who's the characters? You got Big E, who can do any character you want. He can be goofy, but then he can be threatening and tough and serious as well. And then you got Xavier Woods, like we said. He can shit talk. He can sort of be that cheerleader on the side, like, you know, for the when yeah. he's a good guy and he's got the trombone and all that. And then you got Kofi. It's like he's just kind of doing what they're doing, but... Not as well. So. Yeah, Xavier Woods is a good actor. I've seen a movie that he's starring. <laughs> oh, no. Shit. <laughs> well, maybe not Xavier, but parts of Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> Just the wood uh, part. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Look, I, I can pay the comment about, you know, like, Kofi getting the title was kind of like a career achievement but at the same time compared to Jeff Hardy like the audience really pushed Kofi to that main event spot of WrestleMania in a very similar way that they pushed Daniel Bryan you know like they made it very loud and clear to WWE that you know they wanted to see this guy in the main event and that's why I think he deserved to be there you know, and it certainly, I, I can't disagree, like, you know, it was like, hey, you've been here this many years, have a title. But I also think that he earned his spot in that main event by getting ridiculously over with the audience, um, no matter how that happened. And but, um, yeah. yeah, but to me, like, to me, that's because of the New Day with those other guys. So it was Oh, like, yeah, it certainly you know, helps. But at the yeah. same time, it's like his... Triple H not ridden off the coattails of DX and well, don't steal my third pick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, and I, I like Kofi. It's not like I like. Yeah, he, he's good wrestler, and right? he's it's not like oh fucking Kofi Kingston, like boo, you know, like he's not Bobby Lashley, um, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, I just. As far as, like, I never got the whole, like, oh, yeah, he's got to take the title off Daniel Bryan because fuck Daniel Bryan. It was like, hang on, like, five years ago, everyone was, we loved Daniel Bryan, and now, yeah. you know, so it, it almost seemed like, oh, we can just sort of, like, copy-paste here and people will love it. Well, and it was mostly because Daniel Bryan played a, a good shithead. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So then again, so that, that, that feud is more to Daniel Bryan's credit than Kofi's. It's like you just had a guy there to beat the shithead we wanted to see get beat. So you got to go with your heart. Yeah, and it was like, well, yeah. So just like I said, mainly I think, and the 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 Brock Lesnar thing as well, I think was probably solidified it on my list, where everyone was like, oh my god, like 
How could Kofi <laughs> Kingston get destroyed by Brock Lesnar in a minute? It's like, because See, Brock Lesnar? Yeah, look at the the thing that upset me, like, as a Kofi fan, like, I really love and enjoy Kofi. But um, the thing that upset me was not so much the fact that, like, if Kofi wasn't champion for, like, however many days that he was champion for, like, he had a pretty decent run. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have been as mad that he got squashed. But I feel like not only did it make Kofi bad, but it made the championship look like a lesser championship compared to the universal one because Brock just came through and just made absolute joke of the WWE champion. Like, that's what upset me. Mm, I agree. But it's no worse than when uh, Great Cully beat Rey Mysterio when he was champion in yeah. a non-title match, clean. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Great Kelly I can mean, see that. Basically, you said with the he had if he had the title for say a month or, or four four or five weeks or something, then and then Brock destroyed him. You're like, okay, all right, it, it's yeah. you know, but he did have it for quite a while. So yeah, and then yeah, for it to then I guess not even like they didn't even really that I can remember have a rematch or sort of. Well, yeah, that's a it. consistent problem with WWE, right? They don't mm-hmm. value the title unless they want to push the guy who's in charge. If the fans yeah. like the person who has the title, then they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And, yeah. and to be honest, like from what I saw, I was watching, um, it looked like that the Kofi, I don't know if he was losing the fans, but he certainly didn't have as much um, coming from the fans as he did in the lead up to WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. He totally did because I remember watching sort of week to week, you know, like during his title run and like the fans really stopped making that noise for him and yeah. it really like disappointed me. I was like, really? Like you really went to bat for him and then like once he got the title, you're just like, oh, we don't need to anymore. Yeah. But, you know, to each their own. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's a refractory period, you know, these things happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like TV shows are the same. Like that's why so many of these like sitcoms and drama shows and all that they do the like will they won't they for so long because yeah. when they get together then no one cares because it's like that's oh, right. right. No, like stories are about conflict. So if you just have people like being, how are you today? I'm excellent. Me too. <laughs> Credits. Mm. That's, who cares? So the whole like Ross, Rachel, and Sam and Diane, and you know Hawkeye and Hot Lips and all that. Like you gotta. You know, you got to drag it out to well, not drag it out, but you got to have a story that's going to go you have somewhere. To keep the tension. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. like all those, and then you break them up again, and you know all that sort of stuff. So that's just. Uh, that's why I've been divorced seven times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going for the eight. <laughs> You're going to be um, up there with Rick Flair soon. <laughs> that's my goal 16 times <laughs> yes <laughs> all right uh stacy who did you have you had the miz and jeff hardy yep so who else are you got wow what number three already mm-hmm. okay so i'm really gonna upset you guys with this one like i'm really gonna lose you made some somewhat questionable picks but um yeah i feel this one Okay, so my third pick. Take a deep breath, Stacey. Overrated. Again, just putting out there. I'm not saying this person's not good. I just think that they're overrated and I don't get it. 
And this wrestler is Samoa Joe. Oh, oh I'll go with that. Okay, that wasn't as negative as reaction as I was expecting, so that's good. Yeah, no, I'll go with that. Yeah, I can, I he's not on my it, list, yeah. but I can definitely like. It sounds weird because like I'm not one of these guys that's like, oh, when they're not in WWE, they're awful, and then when they come back to WWE, I love them. Like, yeah. no, I don't really care. But like, I, I didn't give two shits about Samoa Joe until he turned up in NXT, and then I was like, actually, I can kind of see it now. I kind of get it. But even then, I still wouldn't say it was, like, amazing. To me yeah. First. I'll let you go. I'm curious why. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm a bit of a sheltered fan. I mostly – I grew up watching WWF, and it's just kind of stayed that way. I had a little bit of exposure to WCW, a tiny bit to ECW, but that's about it. I haven't watched a single episode of TNA Impact. I haven't seen Ring of Honor. You know, so I can't speak to Samoa Joe's TNA Ring of Honor career because I heard he was great. But, you know, like I wasn't living under a rock. I heard all these fantastic things about guys like Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, you know. So when he finally came to NXT, I'm like, great. I'm excited to see what the hype's all about, you know. And he's just never lived up to that hype for me. Um, And someone like AJ Styles certainly has, like he continuously blows my mind in the ring and, you know, on the microphone in a few, like I feel invested in what AJ Styles does, but I don't feel that way about Samoa Joe, you know, like he can cut a promo, but in the ring, it it just, he doesn't excite me. I don't feel excited by his matches. I remember, um, seeing NXT live here in Melbourne, um, I, I can't tell you what year, but he main evented against Shinsuke Nakamura in a, a Hell in a Cell match. And, like, I just – I never felt excited by his matches, and I just – I don't really get it. That's it. I just don't get it. Okay, so I've got a question for you. Considering okay. uh, previous – like, previous hype is just put to the side, do mm-hmm. you think that there was more hype and more disappointment for Joe or Nakamura? Um, for me, probably Samoa Joe, because I wasn't really, um, aware about Shinsuke until he debuted in NXT. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, so Shinsuke, um, I know he wrestled for a lot of promotions. Was he mostly like New Japan? Or? Yeah. Mostly New yeah. Japan. And he was yeah. way fucking better in New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So I really wasn't very familiar with New Japan at all, like less familiar than I was with uh, Ring of Honor or TNA. Mm. But, um, yeah, so I would say Samoa Joe because I heard more about him. Fair enough. He's an interesting character because he's sort of over time, his hype has preceded him everywhere and he's never really lived up to it. Yeah. Because, like, in Ring of Honor, he was awesome. And then he had a bunch of hype going into TNA and he was okay. And then it felt like that just sort of continued over time. Yeah. Do you think in Ring of Honor he was awesome, but, you know, he had that really good set of matches against CM Punk, didn't he? So I wonder if that sort of, like, helped build the aura of him. Maybe, but I really didn't like Punk until he turned heel in the WWE. Okay. So it's it's hard to say. Like, I didn't really like Punk at all in Ring of Honor. Yep. So, it, like, his stuff there I thought was good on its own merits. We'll put it yeah. 
I I wonder if is it is it like oh he was great in Ring of Honor, but is it like um big fish little pond type of thing? Like yeah. is he great in Ring mm. of Honor because there isn't really much else or like at the time, I don't know, or, or uh, that was probably the best Ring of Honor ever was. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. definitely. I can't I can't comment on Ring of Honor because I've never seen yeah. like second one of Ring um, of Honor. Yeah, Nigel McGuinness was there at the time too, wasn't he? So all, all those guys were there at the time. Yeah, that was like when Ring of Honor was at its heyday. Yeah, yeah. Do so you I think would, it could... I would say no in terms of Big Fish Little Pond? Okay. Do you think right. that maybe um, you know he, he maybe he waited a little bit too long to come to the WWE? Maybe he's you know a I little think bit older, too a, many injuries. Didn't have a choice. He was the wrong yeah. Samoan family. Yeah, true, <laughs> yeah. true, yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. one guy that's not part of it. Not related. <laughs> <laughs> well, they already had a Samoan named Joe, so. That's right. <laughs> well, that's interesting, Pete. I, I, I can see it. Like, I think as well, like, when a lot of times, like I said, it's a bit like The Miz. Like, I think I gravitated towards The Miz a little bit because of who they go up against. So when he's gone up against Cena at the time where it was like, oh, it's Cena all the time. And then, oh, Randy Orton. Oh, Christ. Who's this Miz guy? He's fresh and new. He's a bit of a shithead. I'll cheer yeah. for him. Um, when I saw some old Joe in TNA and he was going up against like Kurt Angle and stuff like that, and it's like, why is Kurt Angle not just like whipping the fuck out of this dude in five minutes? Like, yeah, he's a big, powerful guy, but, you know, it's like Scott Steiner in that promo. He's like, you know, people look at you and think, who's the fat ass? You know? <laughs> <laughs> compared to steroid Steiner and you know, 10 foot tall Kevin Nash and legit like Olympic guy, Kurt Angle. Like then you got Samoa Joe and don't get me wrong. Like Samoa Joe is still a good wrestler and he'd be like a a tough dude, but yeah, it didn't quite fit the mold. Um, I I guess a little bit like uh, Kevin Owens kind of copped that criticism a bit early on as well. When he turned up in WWE, it was like, Oh, he looks like a fan, you know, but I feel they did a better job with with like fat guy Kevin Owens than they did with fat guy Samoa Joe. Even though Samoa Joe, I love how Samoa Joe's NXT music is even like blah 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 blah. <laughs> 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 no. yeah. so, someone I know called him Slamoa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like it clearly was meant to be fat guy music, right? Uh, I'm not wrong there. <laughs> I did I did start to sort of gravitate more towards Samoa Joe when he was um, in a, in NXT and in that feud with Brock Lesnar. I thought like, okay, maybe okay, I, I kind of get it now. Like, I see why people are like, you know, we need Samoa Joe. He's the best thing ever. So, um, but even then, he was never like right up there of any of my sort of favorites or anything like that. But yeah. I can certainly see why you would make make your list. Stacey. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Yeah, I'm surprised, but I appreciate the respect <laughs> uh adam do you want to go with your i pick? think steve should go first because i'm sure i'm gonna piss him off with my all last right one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave you for last then steve you do yours i'll do mine and then adam can bring us yeah. home um i'm going with lex luger Ooh, um okay. i don't yeah he's too very very i not there's anything wrong with being stiff but very stiff in his matches. Couldn't cut a promo to save himself. Um, he, his matches weren't exciting. 
yet you know he was you know wcw champion he was or he wasn't wwf champion but you know i think vince wanted to push him but then he saw that he wasn't getting the crowd reaction that he wanted so he he went with um brett to beat yoko um but i just think he was very much overhyped um just and i don't think he lived up to what they wanted him to be yeah i it kind of makes sense like it is he is kind of like that big star that you kind of look at and go like is it just because hogan was leaving and he and vince wanted like another kind of big blonde muscle guy but red white and blue yeah yeah but then at least hogan cut primos and he had that sort of charisma about him whereas yeah lex luger never really did no. not anywhere near like hogan or, or, or flair or someone like that yeah, it's interesting you chose Luger because both he, well, actually, him, Jeff Hardy, and Lashley were all choices for my third. Oh, so I'm, to- yeah. I'm totally with you. Yeah. Yeah, he's just pretty boring and yeah. vanilla to me. And I don't really understand even the success that he did have. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, he. I don't know. It's not even a case of like, oh, yeah, but, you know, he was great with Sting and stuff like that. It was like, I suppose. Like, well, he wasn't as bad in the ring as Ultimate Warrior. Like, he at least had true. some moves. But yeah. Yeah. he was still, he's still clearly a guy who just got by on his looks and being big. Yeah. And he wasn't even that good looking. Well, <laughs> there you go. I just mean being big, not necessarily yeah. being attractive. Yeah. I'm sure Vince <laughs> thought he was good looking. The yeah, narcissist. probably. Well, Vince probably liked that he worked stiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is weird like that. Yeah, I don't know. Like if, if you wanted at the time where it was like, well, Hogan's leaving, we need another sort of Hogan type, but he went with someone who couldn't really cut promos. All really like fantastic in the ring. So well, he wasn't sort of great at either. You know, competent enough, like decent, you know, but yeah, to be like the new Hogan, you think, well, okay, you can't talk that well. Geez, he must be good in the ring then. Like, no. And then vice versa. It's like, all right, he's he's not good in the ring, yeah, but neither is Hogan, but at least he can talk. Oh, no, Lex can't really talk either. Nope, so. Can't do anything. Yep. Mm. What did you think of the torture rack as a finisher? <sighs> Stupid. Didn't like it at all. I don't, I'll give him that. I don't mind. I don't mind that as a finisher. Like for for someone like you have to be really like, like the bouncing yeah. up and down where yeah, it's bouncing up and down. Yeah, but yeah. like a big dude like that, like it wouldn't work with like it was it was dumb when it was like Nikki Bella and stuff like that doing it because it's like you you know she'd hurt you by dropping her on her fake tits harder than it would be on her bloody <laughs> shoulders. But like. Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor, Lex, Lex Luger, Luther. <laughs> Lex Luger, uh, he's a big dude, like big muscly dude. Like I could buy that, like picking up someone and like cranking their back over his shoulder and that, like that would, that would hurt. I think like that, like Grover Adam said, it seems a bit more comical when he was bouncing him up and down sort of thing. Maybe if he just held them there, it's wrenched on them a bit, but. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess that's one of those things where like the the guy in the ring is playing to the people in the cheap seats and yet you're watching it on TV on a close-up. Yeah. So it's like, why is he overacting so badly? It's like, because there's a guy at the top there, like, you know, half a K away being like, I can't see what's going on. So you got to overact everything. So 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, uh, I don't know, pretty hard. I think it'd be hard pressed to find someone who's going to stand up and be like, Lex Luger, how could you possibly say he's <laughs> yeah. overrated? Yeah. Maybe only from the angle that, like, how highly regarded is he anyway in the first yeah. place? But I think he was pretty highly regarded in WCW, especially being one of Sting's closest friends. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, he took the belt off Hogan at one stage, didn't he? For, yeah. for like half an hour or something. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to pick a WCW guy, like, he, he's a good choice, I think. Yeah. All right, well, I'll go with my third. and um... I hope you don't pick mine. If you do, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> so... Maybe, I don't know. It's hard to tell. You, you have some eclectic picks sometimes with, with your wrestling fandom, Adam. Some things you think like, oh, Adam will hate this. You love it. And then things that I think you'll like, you're like, that was garbage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, apart from Warrior, I'm not surprised you don't like Warrior. Um, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt. Oh. And oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> More so this whole fiend thing. Like, I they don't get me wrong. Like the the the, the Bray Wyatt with the the lantern and the hat and the that the 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 um cult leader Bray Wyatt, like. A lot of that to me was bad booking, so I don't really just kind of blame him for never taking off with that. But like, I don't, I don't get the fiend thing. I don't see why it's like such a great innovative thing. And again, people were outraged when he lost to Goldberg. It's like it's Goldberg. Like I know yeah. he's an old man, but like that's what Goldberg does. Yeah. Like so, if if my only argument for that match would be like, okay, I can argue that maybe it shouldn't have been a match at all, but. You put Goldberg in a match, he wins it. That's just unless you're going to build like the next big massive star, and like, uh, I I still don't even Goldberg being like whatever he is, fifty something. I still don't believe that someone like Bray Wyatt would beat Goldberg. So yeah, and and the whole thing with WrestleMania this year, like the what was it, the Funhouse thing, like yeah, I I I appreciate it for them doing something different because like they had to because of the no crowds and they had to sort of think outside the box. And I liked it from a sense that they, it was kind of like a, this is your life for John Cena in his career, but like in a warped, weird kind of fucked up way. But I, I don't see like how everyone was like, it's amazing. Like that was the best thing in WrestleMania yeah. for the last five years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't mm, think it was that good. Not to me. And I'm I a character like... guy. So like, I'm yeah. not like, oh, there was no in-ring skills. Like normally I wouldn't care, but this, I was like, it's not a match. It's just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't like it much at all. Like I really didn't see the height with that one. Like I liked the Boneyard match, but not that. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't really a, a match. It was basically a big promo. That's all. Well, yeah, that's it. Off, but it was I built think. up as if it was going to be a match. Yes. Yeah, calling it a match off. was a mistake. Yeah. Like it was. It. I think if they had not called it a, a match, it would have been really cool. But everyone expected someone to win, and yeah. like it basically was just a weird fever dream. To me, that yeah. that would have been that should have been that should have been on the go home show, and then they had a match. So yeah. either. Either Cena wins and overcomes all the mind games, or the mind games got to Cena and Bray Wyatt wins. Like either way. Yeah, it doesn't it, feel like a finale, right? Because it, yeah. it didn't feel like they really finished it. Yeah, yeah. unless Cena 100%. comes back at SummerSlam or next year's Mania or something like that, and they're gonna do the long game. But I don't know. 
It just, yeah. it, it will not, and not just the funhouse thing. Like I just don't, the, like I don't particularly see what Bray Wyatt or the Fiend, like what he's great at. Like he's well, not, it's not much different than the Demon, right? Like that's yeah. the thing that really struck me is like yeah. I liked all the Firefly Funhouse stuff, and I I thought the idea was okay. But then they just played it off like another wrestling character, which kind of defeated the purpose of what they were trying to build to. I mean, Bray Wyatt's done that all along, right? Like when he first debuted, they had that whole cool cinematic stuff, and then he just turned into a normal wrestling character. And it feels like they don't know how to merge the cinematic and the wrestling to actually make something interesting as a a whole picture. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and like I said, the the early Bray Wyatt stuff, he definitely got fucked by the booking. Oh yeah. Um, but even then, they were like, like for ages, they were like Bray Wyatt's the best on the mic and all this. It's like, is it like is he? Because every promo he kind of does is kind of the same. It's like I'm going to talk yeah. about this vague story about taking you down, and I'll play the games, and I know the world better than everyone, and then it sort of goes nowhere. Um, is that because they keep handing him the same script to read? Possibly. So, again, maybe that's not his fault, but, you know. Well, judging... the problem is the matches never really let the character progress because he always loses. Yeah, well, yeah and that's, that's right. That, yeah. So, I mean, again, this this might be a case where, like, it's not his fault, but at the moment I don't see how Bray Wyatt has the standing that he does. So. Yeah, I, I really like Bray Wyatt and I really enjoy The Fiend, though, a lot of the hype has been killed by bad booking, but I feel like that is or has been the story of Bray Wyatt's career in WWE. Like to to be fair, you need a crowd for that character as well. So, Oh yeah, totally. At the moment, but yeah. But it's just, I find like, I find him very interesting as a character. Like he's great at it. He really brings like that kind of entertainment to the show. But like when you, just when he just constantly loses, like the hype train just slows down and I just stop caring and I stop investing. And it's, yeah, it's more on the writers for me than it is Bray, but yeah, like I can still see and recognize your opinion, Greg, because he is, you know, very well loved by the internet. Yeah. Well, there you go. (laughs) all right uh i think um yeah sorry go oh no go ahead go ahead no no i was gonna say i just think it's i think because of like we said the whole losing all the time and not being able to develop his character i think that's got a lot to do with it definitely yeah yeah i would be interested to see how what would have happened if they'd sort of booked him more like like early kane and things like that like not in the um stories like you don't want Kane too but like just the unstoppable guy you know and shit like that where he kind of was for a while but then like it's WWE in the last maybe what five or six years to tend to do this thing where it's like here's this guy he's unbeatable he finally loses a match and then he loses every fucking match (laughs) yeah yeah um Rusev you know um Oscar yeah Oscar um Kevin Owens to a degree um Nakamura definitely Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, okay, here's this guy, and now he loses everything. It's like, oh, all right, whatever. And can I just mention a really petty pet peeve here <laughs> with the fiend? Like, I love the character, and when 
he first came on TV with that, I was blown away. I thought it was so cool the way like that they were also incorporating the camera work and the lighting to make it like a horror movie in a way. Like I really enjoyed that. felt really different and fresh. Like the red light? Yeah. And like, you know, um, how it just – and that like the weird music, like the screeching noises and stuff, like it's really cool. I like it. But – I don't know if Bray had any say over the costume, but, like, the mask is really intimidating and everything and the lantern is fucking cool. But then he's wearing these, like, really skin-tight, like, Hot Topic pants and it really bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) There is crazy clown pants. He wanted you to see the real fiend. (laughs) (laughs) I just, like, you couldn't have given him some different pants. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. It's like, I like that creepy mask, but, like, what's going on with these pants? (laughs) (laughs) It's like 1990s goth. Come on, bro. It does does scream as a little bit like, this guy's creepy and weird because we're telling you he's creepy and weird. Like, look at him. He wears weird pants. It's like, (laughs) let him... Let him like, like, are his testicles breathing in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, well. His uh, Wyatt family jewels. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast was good while it lasted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you it'd be the last episode. The <laughs> yeah, I tend to have that effect on this. <laughs> All right, Adam, number three. Is this going right. to be uh, can, controversial? Can we'll see if you guys can guess. Go for it. I, I thought you might go with Hogan just to like have a jab at me, but I was right. thinking a uh, a certain one of two members of the Hart family. Oh, interesting. Which one are you thinking? I honestly don't know. My first thought was Brett, but I was thinking it could be Owen. I was more thinking that because you were going to piss Steve off. All right, Steve. Uh, I um, I'm gonna say Adam Cole. It's Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Oh. <laughs> well done. Well done. Points. Stacy is can, winner can of you, the week. Can you mute um, Adam's microphone now, please, Greg? Um, <laughs> I don't want to hear any more. Thank you. Adam, like, really has come for you in this episode, Steve. Oh, I did. Uh, to be fair, I had no idea that they're his favorite wrestlers. I'm sorry. That's Fine. right. You have, you have shit taste in wrestlers. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like Listen, Bret Hart. I'm a Shawn Michaels guy. Shawn Michaels has been my guy. So I'm a Shawn Michaels guy too. I like Shawn Michaels. I think yeah. we all love Shawn Michaels on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. yeah, he's my favorite, like of all time. I remember uh, when I was a kid, one of the first pay-per-views I got was when he beat Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental title. And my friend and I actually jumped up and down screaming and woke my parents up. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? I've got to work tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, but this guy pretended to win a match against this other guy. And he yeah, won this exactly. fake title. Yeah. <laughs> but I never got Brad Hart. He, like, I, he never made sense to me. Can you explain to me why I should give a shit about Bret Hart? He's the best there is, the best there was. <laughs> the best there ever, ever will be. Will be. And he wears oh, pink yeah, he's reflective got, He's got glasses. the cool glasses and he wears pink. What else? He's such a man, he'll wear pink. He wears biker jackets too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, no, see, that's and actually now he's pretty the, cool. And now he's the most bitter man ever. Yeah. 
he is bitterness embodied. Look, yeah. I think he's been bitter for quite a while. Yeah, he should be yeah, since bitter Goldberg man kicked his head yeah. off. I actually dig the bitterness. Like, that actually makes me appreciate Bret Hart more than I did. How he gives zero fucks, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He just never interested me. I thought he was boring. Like, I thought he was the proto-Benoit. Like, I disliked him for the same reasons. I was just about to say it's same as Benoit. Like, in the ring, they're amazing, but outside of the ring, not so much. Yeah. Bret Hart could talk a bit more than, well, Benoit, but he wasn't, like... He's not Shawn Michaels. Mm. The only Bret Hart thing, like when he was the heel, like super Canadian, yeah, turned 97. on Stone Cold, like that was yeah. good. Yep. That that I liked, but everything else, just nah, no thanks. I think Bret Hart might have been the first guy that I liked because of the wrestling. Um, it's weird because I, I, you go through, like, if I had the list, sort of like my general favorites, they all have. They're all fucking H in them. Like you got Hogan, Scott Hall, uh, Bret Hart, Kurt Hennig, um, HBK. Uh, <laughs> you know, stretch. Funnily enough, not <laughs> <Stretching before>. a <laughs> bit. <laughs> just wanted to fit him in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hacksaw Adam, Jim Duggan. Adam Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Cole. That's Adam, a good one. Adam Cole. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Whereas, like, you know, Hogan's Hogan, whatever. The hall was just fucking cool. Like, all right, like the NWO Hall. I'm like, yep, mm. he's, this guy's good. I like he, him. Fuck Nash. I'm going for Hall. Yeah. Um, but then, like, and Hennig, I mean, like you said, Adam, like, Hennig's awesome. He was um, the best. Like, he just oozed cool. When he came out and he had the towel and he fucking yeah. swatted the gum, yeah. that was my shit. That's a lot <laughs> yeah. harder to do than you think, too. Like, that's gum swat. Um, but, yeah, and so, like, Bret Hart, I was like, actually, yeah, I can see why, you know. he's. I think maybe at the time I didn't really like Shawn Michaels when he was doing all that, like, I'm the sexy boy and all this. And you're like, fuck this guy. Like, kick his ass. <laughs> Plus the sharpshooter, I think. The sharpshooter's cool. Like, Yeah, but yeah. it was Sting's first. Yeah, that's true. Yes. I mean, in Bret Hart's defense, like against Chris Benoit, Bret Hart could captivate an audience in a way that someone like Benoit could never. Yeah. And I've certainly felt more invested in, like, yeah, I could definitely invest in Bret Hart. So you, you see know, Bret Hart as a so... main event guy? Yeah. Uh, depending, depending on, I guess, who else you've got, but yeah. Like, I liked him as a heel. I think he's a main yeah. event heel, but not a main event baby face. Yeah, I'd go with that. I'd go along with that. Yeah, I mean, like, speaking of Brett as a heel, like, Brett versus Austin is my shit. Like, I yeah, love Yeah, it's that great. <laughs> and that match in itself, like, I know that's just, like, that's just as much Austin as it is Brett, but that's why I think, you know, he belongs in a main event. I guess I think I grew up with baby face Brett, which I just never liked. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why I always thought he was overrated. Like heel bread is good and I can't shit talk heel bread. No. Yeah. Yeah, that whole 97 where he was with the Heart Foundation was really good. Well, he's the last one too, so. Ah, oh, that's sad. Point yeah, is still wow. being around, I guess. He probably should be dead all the shit that happened to him, but No kidding. 
It's just yeah. he's the bitterness. He's he's like the emperor or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's he's keeping alive. alive. <laughs> oh, it's like Roger, work. an American dad. He stays alive on his own bile and anger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a sad life, though. Yeah, it is tough. Yeah. It's unfortunate. All right, so our top three. Stacy, you've got the Miz. Uh, not so awesome there for mm-hmm. you. Uh, nope. What do we call him? The charismatic vacuum, uh, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> and then, yeah, what, what was the Samoa Joe? Slim, Slimmer Joe, Joe or whatever it was. Slimmer Joe. Slimmer Joe <laughs> with his fat guy music, courtesy of Adam. <laughs> 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 uh, I went with Cody Rhodes because, yeah. Um, Kofi Kingston, which I know is a bit tough, but whatever. And then, yeah, Bray Wyatt. Uh, because of well many many reasons, but maybe they're not his fault. But still, I don't care. Uh, Adam, you and Steve went for the warrior, yep. but then Adam, of course, you've destroyed Steve's uh, happiness forever by <laughs> picking um, Hang 'em High and Bret Hart. Um, and then Steve, you guys can be friends again over your hatred of baby head Bobby Lashley <laughs> and uh, good old Lex Luthor. Uh, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> I would rather have Lex Luger in that movie as Lex Luthor <laughs> than fucking old mate. It's like, no, we said we wanted Heisenberg to be Lex Look, Luger. It's going to take more than Lex Heisenberg. Luger to make that movie good, Greg. That's true. Don't, hey, talk to Tim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's too soon. He still has PTSD from that. Oh. Uh, any, any, well, I will bring up this. Um, like we said, I, I sort of was trying to guess who you guys would pick, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and didn't pick any. So there you go. Um, <laughs> I said that Adam, I thought you would pick Hogan, but Stacey, I thought you would pick Hogan as well. Being that uh... a lot of times on the show, you're kind of like, look, I, I sort of missed that. Cause I was two, uh, when that happened, like, you know, yeah, or, I, Whereas I, I, I could see, I thought you might have picked Hogan as in like, I don't get it. but Yeah, I considered it, but mm. I also can't deny like what a big role he played in the 80s, you know. And I do think a lot of Hogan's success like as a rising star was dependent on having a great villain like Roddy Piper. But I can yeah, certainly recognise what he's done. I just don't really understand like his lasting power and why people forgive him so easily. Yeah. But um, I also like Powerful. I will say yes, Stacey. That's what it is. <laughs> I will say I did consider Randy Orton because you all know how I feel oh, about yeah. Randy Orton. I, 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 I thought hate Randy Orton. I thought but, he was going to be one of yours for sure. Yeah, look, I can't say he's overrated. Overrated isn't the right word for him because yeah. you know, like he does put on great matches. He's had great feuds, etc. I just hate him. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual fist bump on that one. Hell yeah. Um, and then what else? Adam, I thought for some reason you hated Randy Savage too. No, oh. I love Randy yeah? Savage. Yeah, I don't know on. why. I must be. And maybe it was Bret Hart. Maybe that's I why. Like. I, I knew there was like someone like that. Maybe it was Bret Hart that you were like, yeah, fuck that guy. And for some reason yeah. it, it my brain was like, no, 
I can't be talking about Bret Hart like that. It must be Macho Man. <laughs> I've got a Randy Savage picture on my wall in my living room. Come on. Ah, but do you have his album, his rap song? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do that to myself. Come on. Oh, that was a win. I, w- I will say my I had a lot of just misses that thankfully most of you guys picked. Randy Orton was the other one. That mm-hmm. was a just miss. But the guy who I thought was not a re- not relevant enough to be on the show, who I also think is massively overrated, is Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. <laughs> he, he makes the absolute worst facial expressions of anyone in wrestling, especially <laughs> back when he was with Red Dragon. It, it's... Watch a Kyle O'Reilly match and look at his face, and then you'll never be able to watch his matches again. <laughs> Next time you're on the show, Adam, don't be too surprised if Steve is off sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know Steve and I have different tastes, but Sprung yeah. and I used to always be like, oh, I'm Coyle O'Reilly. <laughs> we made fun of him all the time when we were in Japan, just shit-talking nonstop. What about Zack Sabre Jr.? How about... You might uh, well, as a face, he was awful, but, you know, he's okay as a heel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also thought, Steve, for some reason, I thought you might have said, like, Kevin Nash or someone like that. Nah. Nah. I don't mind Nash, but, yeah, yeah. I, I can see why. Yeah. Maybe, I, I know was... you bring up, like, Diesel being, like, the worst. The worst selling champion. Champ or yeah. Maybe yeah. that was what yeah. I was thinking about. Oh. And uh, I thought that someone might have said CM Punk. Fuck Just off. because... <laughs> I was wondering if someone would go for Cena. No, I don't think he's overrated. Yeah, I, I certainly don't, but I was wondering if someone would go there. If you have asked me five years ago, I would Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cena's probably underrated because everyone just shits on him automatically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was also thinking um, um, Nikki Bella. I was thinking of Nikki Bella, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we should actually all pick a, a female we think is overrated. I think that would be a fair corollary. Well, I've got mine. Becky? <laughs> Becky, really? Yeah. Because um, that sort of petered out pretty quick and, like, she's not that great on the mic. She's not that good in the ring. She's had a good run there as far as, like, oh, wow, the people are behind see, her. But how much yeah. of that was because of, like, she got punched in the face by Nia yeah. and just took it. Mm. And I was like, it was yeah, whole, fuck you, Nia. Becky's great. The whole Kofi thing again, and everyone was behind her up to Mania, and then yeah. all of a sudden they've dropped, they dropped off. Yeah. yeah. And, like, again, I, I didn't have a problem with Becky Lynch and that whole run, but, mm. you know, that would be my go-to, like, without thinking about it. I don't know. Yeah, I considered, like, I ended up retracting this pick, but I considered, again, this is going to be controversial, Alexa Bliss. Um, I, I, but... Yeah, the reason why I went against that was because, like, I do think she's a great wrestler and I do think she's great on the mic. I just, um, like, I don't feel completely invested in her as a lot of people do. She's a bit stale in a way. Like, yeah, I can see what you mean. Like, it's she's great, but yeah, yeah, it, it is kind of a bit like where we, you know, we spoke about like in our um, rivalries show, like Trish and Lita, where at least they kind yeah. of change things up a bit. Where like, yeah. Yeah, I Alexa wouldn't put... Alexa is kind of the same. She's just either a baby face or a heel. Like, yeah, yeah, she's good, but I wouldn't put her in the conversation at, like as like Charlotte and um, Sasha Banks or something. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve, well, off the cuff. Yeah, Nikki Bella. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was she ever rated anything, though? Like, yeah. 
John Cena rated it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh, just to touch back on like Miz and Maurice, like Maurice made a much better Nikki Bella than Nikki Bella ever did. <laughs> so, so, yeah. What about you, um, Adam? Did you? And Adam, yeah. What do you got? Ah oh, man, it, it pains me to say this because I really like her, but I'd go with Sasha on the main roster because uh, she was fucking incredible yeah. in NXT. Oh yeah, and I just yeah. feel like she's never lived up to that on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Yeah, yeah. which is That's a shame because she's got fair. a lot of potential. She's the best. So much. Yeah. Like she should have won that Mania where they had Snoop Dogg do her interest. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That killed her momentum. Yeah, it really did. It's very similar case as Bray Wyatt. Like her just losing yeah. constantly has just really killed. Yeah. That. But, she, um, should, I, she should have been a heel. You know, you can't have the nickname like legit boss and not be a heel. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Rey Mysterio yeah. would have been a good overrated. I had I didn't even think about him. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. At least they yeah. originally did the underdog thing with Ray, and it was like, okay, like he, you know, there's a. Nash would go and powerbomb him, and because you got to flip him up to the shoulders, it's like, well, then he starts punching shit out of you, like, ah, you know. So and then, he, then he lost clean to Great Kali while he was world champion. Yeah. But then look <laughs> at Kali again; he's like the biggest dude ever. So yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. Like that's the single biggest example of undervaluing the title, and I'll never forget it. It was on a fucking SmackDown too. Yeah. It's like, oh great, let's have our champion lose clean. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah well <laughs> that's uh, that's our uh, top three lists of overrated so yeah i'm sure everyone will love them but uh <laughs> jump on twitter guys and let us know what you think tell us who yeah. you think's overrated as well yeah and let us know marks will be out there being like fuck you man yeah <laughs> fucking first. don't worry i'll get i'll get my other account up and running and fuck you up adam about benoit i'll tell you what yeah bring, bring it on I'm, I'm on i'm on twitter once every three months now so i will see that three I'm months say adam if now. steve ever asks you to come around and lift weights with him like me <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, well, fuck. until that day. Yeah, uh, well, I'll tell Twitter. you what, Steve. We can, we can, we can go uh, ziplining from the top of an arena too. <laughs> yeah, oh, just make sure to uh, lock the dogs behind the pool fence. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we are all going to hell faster than that. Um, yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, though, uh, yeah, like I said, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Greg T13. Stacey is at Little Sherby. Steve is at Stinger57. And Adam is at AHES49. Um, Stacey, you're going to have to get a new Twitter with a number in it just to be. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Like oh, the rest damn of- it. <laughs> uh, also, follow our account at Aussie Top 3. And as always, uh, all roads lead to at the Steel Cage. Uh, yeah, thanks, Adam, for being our on- honorary Aussie and laying shit on people. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, in the meantime, again, this has been AT3, and until next time, we'll see you next time. <laughs>